Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. We good? Sweet baby <laughs> of God. Yes. Uh, this episode okay. of Network Radio is in affiliation with Onnit.com and Jesus Christ as well. Because without him, we wouldn't be here. I don't know. Maybe we would. Um, so, onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T. Um, it's a totally human optimization website. I don't know if uh, anybody here on this table uses their products. I know I do. Uh, I've been using it for three years. My favorite thing is Alpha Brain. Uh, for those who don't know, Alpha Brain is a nootropic. It is vitamins for your brain. It's good for focus, memory. Um, it kind of makes you recall certain words better. I took like three pills before we started this podcast. Snapped out with some caffeine, son. And Give me your phone. you can be cracked out. But it's not like... It's not like when you take Adderall, you know, Adderall gets you like super cracked you didn't out. You offer me any, bro? <laughs> I don't have any Adderall. You want some Alpha Brain? You want to try it? <laughs> Let's try it. Yeah. Hey, Omar, can you, can, you, uh, can you get him a bottle? It's in the left cabinet over there. Definitely good stuff. Alpha man. Brain trial. It. Right on, dude. Yeah. This is like yeah, happening. Dude, I, I fucking love Alpha Brain. <laughs> I take it every day. It's great. Who I've been taking it, it uh, on it. Oh, on yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we're, there are, we're well, well, well. We're affiliated with them. Nice. And uh, the cool thing about it is right here. Um, go ahead and take two or three. And so the other thing is with sleep, it gives me amazing dreams. Super vivid, super lucid dreaming, really cool. Uh, go to onnit.com, order some Alpha Brain or any other supplements. They have all kinds of stuff. They got something called New Mood, which is uh, like it has like 5 HTP. It just kind of gets you to relax and sleep better as well. And uh, the cool thing about it, if you purchase it, you don't like it, you can keep it. You can keep everything. Um, just send them an email, and you'll get a full refund. So they're not trying to rip you off or anything. They're just making super cool products. And if you check out uh, anything from there as far as our supplements are concerned, you can use our code, a discount code, Network Radio. So if you go to onnit.com, um, choose any of the supplements. Um, upon discount or upon checkout, use code name. Network radio, you'll get 10% off. And without further ado, we have Amir Zendenhom. 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 Prepare to die. I'm 
The last nail is being driven into the coffin of the American Republic. You lose. Good. Yeah. Sweet man, Amir Zindanam. Uh, so, a dear, dear friend of ours, uh, Amir is a co-founder and CEO of Paleo House. He's also the vice chairman at the Los Angeles County Republican Liberty Caucus. It's a thousand syllables, man. Uh, and you're also the chairman at the California's 54th Assembly District Republican Central Committee. Let's talk about Paleo House first because I want to. I, I see your photos <laughs> on Facebook all the time, and that shit looks delicious. So, um, I imagine. Thank you. Uh, Paleo House is uh, kind of my dream child, and uh, it's just paleo catering right now i'm working on creating some products right now that uh you know pre-workout products post-workout products uh paleo foods that you can use as an athlete instead of you know these crappy jacked pre-workouts like that you know it's like we don't really know what's in there like these things haven't really been tested well, or anything but I, I don't know what's in there but fuck oh it's it amazing oh, God. <laughs> it's well, just good. it yeah. works huh for a fool like me you need to come back and explain the whole paleo method for me because I am not familiar with any of this at I should all. do that. Yeah. So the paleo diet, which is uh, how it's been coined uh, over the last few decades, is essentially just the original human diet, the evolutionary diet, like what humans evolved to eat. Um, and the scientific diet, which is how I like to look at it, which is having the most scientific foods for an optimal body. So the general paleo food pyramid, or I'd say scientific, I'm, I'm kind of trying to change the word paleo and not use that as much and kind of just integrate this as something normal because this is the normal human diet, you know, outside of these crazy lives we live here with all these processed foods and crappy foods, you know, in our natural state. Um, we're eating scientifically, you know, our body can handle certain foods and can't handle others. And scientifically we've proven this so. question. Uh -huh. I know. So paleo, I, I understand that you guys are gluten free, right? That's one of the things. Grain free too, for grain, the most part. Grain free yeah. and low, low legumes. So no, no. beans, no, no. farting. What? No. <laughs> and you well, see farting is a, farting so, is a result of something your body can't handle well. So you I, see, that's why are, beans. I don't know enough. What would be the essentials consumed within the, this? The food pyramid would be vegetables at the bottom, then meat, fruits, nuts, and seeds, and there is room for certain grains. There is room for certain dairies. That's why I like to look at it as more of the scientific diet instead of this, these are the things I'm restricted to eating because, well, we didn't have ghee two million years ago, so we didn't evolve eating that. But the way I like to look at it is what foods can you eat that help your body more than they harm them? So Shortcut too. I yeah. want to ask about bread mm -hmm. because this kind of boggles my mind. And so from my reading, I understand that your, your, uh, your body naturally does not like gluten. It just doesn't. It's like an irritant. It's an inflammatory um, product. But your body adapts to it. It's fine. It's just like a little chronic, little inflammation. It's not too big a deal. From my understanding, the whole thing with the gluten-free is that because of the GMOs ever since they've been introduced, it's been exacerbating people's reactions 
to bread. Like I know, for example, like I always made fun of that shit. Like when it first came out, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I did too. We've been eating bread for thousands of years. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me I can't have pasta. I can't have bread, you know, et cetera. But it's only like really recently where it, it doesn't like I don't get an ailment or an ache, but I pass the fuck out, man. Like today I had this like huge burrito. And yes, if you eat a big amount of food at once, you're going to get the food coma. Yeah. But for me, dude, bread, specifically bread, more than pasta for whatever reason, I eat bread. And dude, I I really get sleepy. Oh, but isn't is it like the isn't like baking in general in California different than other states because of um over the over the last like over the last hundred years, the grains in the world have kind of been bastardized, and they're not really what they used to be. But regardless, the reason that we don't eat grains, or I don't eat grains generally, I'll eat grains when I'm cheating. Like if I want a burrito, I'll eat the grains, you know. But that's a cheat meal. But the the thing is, like bread does not help your body; it harms your body more than it's helping it. Mm. So yeah, there might be a few things. Oh, it has like fiber or whatever the talking points are about what is good about bread. It doesn't help your body. It's fucking delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> That's the talking so point yeah. for me. Basically, that kind of carbs we're avoiding. Or yeah, we're so, stepping away from. So one of the new things that I've kind of hopped on board with is in the paleo world, they call it Team White Rice. And I've kind of jumped on board on Team White Rice because I eat a lot of p- potatoes to get carbs. And I eat a lot of white potatoes too because my body can handle starches pretty well. And, you know, if you're like trying to maintain weight, like you see how skinny I am, you know, it's hard when you're paleo to gain weight because you, you can't dirty bulk really you know it's all clean weight that's coming on uh so the profile of white rice is actually super similar to that of uh, a white potato uh it doesn't have any of the sugars that you see on the shell so white rice is just like the brown removed it's the husk it's the inside of the husk so um the it's essentially it's an empty bleached. carb no okay. yeah so you have to get like nice organic white rice right, you know right. um is it true that because the brown rice is supposed to be healthier? Yes. But, this but is a, yeah. Does, what does it have? Ricin, is it? Or something? It has. There's some kind of toxin. It has the, all of the anti-nutrients that you, know, you find in all the other grains like the phytic acids and the lectins and the saponins because – and the thing is, when you remove that brown and you have the white, all those anti-nutrients get removed. So essentially, white rice is just like – it has really no nutrients in it, but it's a good source of carbs. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have the sugars that are on the brown rice. It doesn't have the anti-nutrients. They're removed. So it's just the inside. So you know, when they say like, look at these cultures that have lived so healthy for so long because they've eaten rice, it's like, well – why didn't they eat brown rice? Mm-hmm. Why have these all these cultures? Why is it that all these Asian cultures that are so healthy they eat rice all the time? They never see say like, oh, eat brown rice; it's more healthy. But what the market has done is they've tricked people, and because most people don't even know this, this is really new information that's really starting to come out into the mainstream. I was really resistant to Team White Rice until I just did my research. Team White you know? Rice. So yeah, that's you know, I was like, oh, Team White what, Rice. Wait, that's what were stupid. you? What were you before Team White Rice? Team I was brown just rice? like no grains. Oh, no grains. Yeah, no grains at all. So now I'm kind of taking the more scientific approach over the more over the evolutionary approach. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, oh, well, humans didn't eat rice a million years ago, so we can't eat it. Well, we have science to say that, you know, the rice provides this and that. You can eat it because it doesn't really harm your body that much. But 
remember the profiles of brown and white rice are way different. So this is a huge misconception in the world right now that's kind of spreading. Like you see brown rice sushi, it's a dollar more. You know, everything's everything that's brown rice is more expensive. So we're so we're being kind of restricted to that. There is so much about rice that I do not know. <laughs> this was <laughs> holy Dude, shit. Just eat it. <laughs> just fuck eat it. Yeah. Whatever, you know, eat whatever. I'm rice. still gonna get the brown rice. Just yeah. to let you know. <laughs> hey, you like it. I think white rice tastes better too. Yeah. So. It does. I agree. Yeah. So I agree. So eat it. White yeah. rice has yeah. a, has a style. Yeah. I can't eat brown rice. It it's, like, it's, it sucks, not only does dude. it taste not good. But it, the texture of it I know. sucks. I don't mind it. I just it's thick. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to deal with the brown like the brown bread tastes because I've read and I don't know how accurate this is. I would hope to God it's not. But then again, in this world, you really don't know. So the, I've I've heard that there's like um, shards of like wood that's kind of put in, in in certain processing of bread because it doesn't harm your body. It just goes in and out as fillers. Yeah. Yeah. They put fucking wood yeah. in our bread. There are some, some. I, I can't think of any at the top of my head, but I, I know that there are some forms of wood particles that are acceptable in processed yeah. foods. So I don't know how accurate the information I supplied you with, but it's I've possible. read it over the internet. The internet is not the yeah. most reliable source. The only, the only time I've heard about uh, wood particles being in something was this like antiacid. No, chewable no, no, no. tablet. I used to buy this uh, antacid. I can't. It might have been tons. It's, it's kind of common. I, but they I've they got recalled. A lot. Yeah. They got recalled. Um, and that shit was good though, man. Because <laughs> most t- antacid, it, it's you know the old school chalky <laughs> Those wood stuff. Chips, they really. Made I have it, a question, you know? and I we talk about. Hey, this. it works. <laughs> we talk about this all the time, but I have a question. What the hell happened to cereal, dude, in this country? As flavor wise, that's true. That's a good question. What? I, I mean, really I, you don't eat that shit no well, more, Well, you right? know, they're, they're, I, I, eat, I eat paleo cereals. They have um, coconut cornflakes. Uh, you can get them on paleo or julianbakery.com. They have like a million different pa- – like paleo tortillas, Dude. paleo bread, like paleo pizza crust. Let me tell you uh, something about Juliana B- Bakery. I bought – I want to say this is – I hope I'm not saying it's the wrong one, but I'm pretty sure I bought a box of their um, protein bars. Tastes like bunghole, dude. It was expensive. It was like 35, 40 bucks yeah, for the box. Yeah. And they tasted awful, man. Like really bad. Yeah. I tried to give it away to my friends and they were like, the uh, fuck? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Amir, they tell me. They got some good paleo breads. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I think his question about the cereal is, is a valid question because I had the same question as well. Listen, man, I grew up, I ate cereal like a lot. I did too. The amount of high fructose corn syrup Sugary and all that stuff cereal, in there. Yeah. But it tasted amazing. Like oh. when you had a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. That shit was amazing, right? Now, now, I don't know if there's some sort of ingredients that they've removed or whatever it is. They all taste kind of like cardboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have crap. that cardboard. like, like t- it's, It doesn't taste good. Even crap tastes like you crap, know, I've dude. I've pondered That's that question cool. before about cereal. And what I kind of thought was maybe our taste buds are kind of just different now because I want to go like we should go check and see what the ingredients were in the 90s I'm sure mm-hmm. you can find a label of some cocoa puffs from the 90s and then compare it to one today but True, I think point. maybe because our palates were so used to that kind of sugary food mm-hmm. like now that we're kind of more healthy and like conscious we're just like oh man man that doesn't really taste as good I don't think so. but I don't know we should I don't think so these yeah. motherfuckers changed something <laughs> and somebody needs to be talked to about this and i don't agree with companies sitting uh, dude this is one thing i've always wanted to, to witness in my lifetime all right so you know like when these there's these shitty commercials about like fucking bad products 
or you look you're looking at that and you're like god damn it like who got together and actually like put the shit to put the shit together and put this trash on TV or on the airwaves <laughs> so the, the the question remains this is what i hope for someday i want to meet the person who was in charge of making that decision and i want to just be like can i can i just sit through the process of you guys sitting there looking at it I'm like oh this looks great this looks great we're just gonna go with that we're just gonna because go. i want to see how that decision was based it's the same process when george bush bombs iraq <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we should bomb iraq as of 9 11 yeah got, yeah it's a good how idea. reliable god is, came to him in a dream and told him how reliable yeah, right? is the street.com god comes to me all the time source? i just don't listen to <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta find a place where I can check if this source is reliable or not. What? TheStreet.com. Have you ever heard of that website? TheStreet.com. Yeah. No. Uh, what is no. it? Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna find something that's a little bit reliable. You want me to pull it up? What are you trying to pull up? Dude, speaking of pulling it up, today, I'm, t- I'm driving. I got home. I know we have the podcast tonight. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do my kind of due diligence, you know? I want to, like, we can hang and talk, but I want to crack some questions. So the first thing you start with is Googling the name. So I Googled your name. The first result that comes out, I'm like, what the fuck? If I didn't know you, I'd be like, what the, why is he, why? What was it? <laughs> I don't know. The, I do it right now. Look. So you spell your last name Z-E-N-D-E-H-N-A-M, correct? Yes. Okay. So, um, so it's a L.A. County Republican officer. Associates with racial anti-Semitism. Oh, that was my first hit piece. <laughs> that was like my no, it wasn't my first hit piece, but it was like the first one that was kind of targeted towards me. Dude, this was. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Targeted? Are you shitting me? I've been reading. I'm yo, reading through is, that. Yo, if you go and if read, you're a tree, these people are hacking at you like fuck. Yo, <laughs> they try all they want, but actually, if you go to that, did link, you see this? No, I like, actually I'm, I'm, I have another website that I just pulled up with your name. It says, see why these liberty kids from California are making national news. <laughs> that's that's kind of what led to this. Oh, okay. So what happened? So that article that you saw was one that – oh, that's when we were on Glenn Beck. Uh, you were on Glenn Beck? Yeah, that's the video right there. Hold up. Hold up. Let's pull this up. Hold up. Is this a video or just a photo? Their video. Can you put Dude, an audio you, hashtag? If you scroll down, you can get to the videos, I think. Who's That's that guy cool, in the middle? Man. That's uh, Noah Johnson. He was our former treasurer. And also, I'm not the vice chair of RLC right now. I went back to my role as secretary because we kind of had to uh, move the board around and we're kind of short on people. So I just went back to secretary for the time being. I don't know what you guys do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But uh, the, like uh, liberty activist group in Los Angeles County, just kind of spreading the message of liberty in the Republican Party and abroad, like trying to build coalitions. In we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I want to play this video though. Let's do it. Play. Well, video. I mean, what is this video? Oh, is it this one? Yeah, that one's of Noah uh, talking about Jesus and libertarianism. If you scroll uh, up, uh, you can see that one at the top. It won't let me play any of them. Because technology is awesome huh. when you're live, especially. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. So you guys are in Glenn Black and... Um, yeah, so you know that kind of put a target on our backs as being libertarians in the Republican Party. Like you have bigots like the people who wrote this article. Dude, I actually ar- wrote... That's a bad uh, article? That's bad press? No, no oh, this is great dude. press. Oh, dude, but, just Google his name. Google his name. But right that article oh, on, was by up. this Zionist guy. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Here we are. 
Holla. That guy's a hack, dude. He, you remember how much he used to hate on Ron Paul? He used to be so anti Ron Paul. Then they beat the shit out of him in the media. And then he just like started acting like he wanted to ride the Liberty Wave. In the the Uh, defense of Glenn Beck, it was uh, really kind of him to have us on his show. And he told us the reason that he invited us on his show was because he wanted to kind of give us a spotlight to kind of spread our ideas and show the country kind of what we're doing and what we've accomplished in L.A. County, which is a lot. In the liberty I'm here. Yes, I want to know about this. All right, I'll tell you about it. Okay, so this guy was running against me Read for this. chairman of my seat in the Republican Party, and uh, he's a hardcore Zionist dude. Like this guy, like, and you know me, I'm super against the state of Israel and like their government and <laughs> yeah. what they do. Like, well, that's, it's no that's, question. That's surely mentioned there. So, hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This guy, like, you know, had it out for me. And he's, like, you know, going around just talking shit about me to everybody. And, you know, I'm just trying to push it away. But, you know, we got in the thing. And he's, like, I'm going to write a hit piece about you. And I was, like, go ahead, bro. You're just going to make me more famous. Let's do it. Wait, where did he do so, that? Did he tweet you or something? No, or? no, no. But check it out. If you actually go and click that article. Okay. Uh, and I actually wrote a rebuttal to it. Um, if you read the article and read it. Tell, like, tell read the it. people, tell the go, people go, what the website is it. so that people can, if they want to look if, it up. If so you read it, you'll be like, wait, this is absurd. Uh, Anti-Semitism. Like, one of the videos on there is Carrie's video, Why I'm a Self-Hating Jew. The other video is like... Is Carrie uh, Jewish? Yeah. You know, her mom is by blood. So. Cool. Cool, cool. She's uh, cool, man. Are yeah, we, she's a cool yeah. chick, man. I'm, dude, listen to this. Amir Zendeno. Zendeno, right? Am I saying this right? Zendeno. Right now. If I say it wrong, just go like this on the table. No, don't okay, do that on the table, man. <laughs> you gotta pound their ears. Yeah, if man. you read the article, it's it's bogus. Like the claims no, no, are bogus. I, I just want to listen to this paragraph. I know you, so I know yeah. that is exactly. outspoken in his anti antipathy towards the United States and Israel, and regularly promotes openly anti-Semitic and extremist material online. He was also recently appointed. He, they, and then they talk about your position. Okay, After hold they, on. Like, this was a hit piece, dude. This is a political I like hit it. piece. <laughs> okay, hold That's on. why I welcome it. I'm like, bring it on, dude. Okay. Political, I'm at that point now. Okay. Well, yeah. So can that be like slander or libel or no? It is. Of course it is. But you, can't, you, you can't sue him. I don't care to sue him. It's pathetic, dude. Like that's that's a that nobody even time, cares huh? about that site. Like if you go through the article and read it, you yeah, like, it's, read I mean, it. Like click the links. Okay, Look at the so that you posted, you're like, what? So where did this all start? Because I, you know, uh, it's L.A. There, there are a lot of staunch Zionists there, mm-hmm. and they view somebody like me as the enemy. And for people know? that don't know, for the folks that are not so politically savvy, Zionism is basically people that are like. Who believe in a Jewish-only state. 
Okay, that's what it means. Like people that say yeah, Israel is for Jews only. Yeah, and... Israel is a Jewish state. Like that, mm. you know, I don't believe that any religion should have a state. I don't I agree. in a state. So, I, yeah. I agree. So it's like, so that's the funny thing is I say I'm against the state of Israel, but what they don't understand is that I'm against all states in general. It doesn't matter which one it is, you know? But I, I'm, I'm, I know you're doing the paleo thing now. And from what I'm understanding, you're trying to sell product too. Um, but when I, when I Googled you, Nothing of paleo came out for a while. I was telling Fadi, I'm like, but isn't he like so involved in this right now? Or is this something you haven't like kicked on or the, launched yet? The media yet? attention that I, most of the media attention that I get comes from politics and what we do in politics. So, you know, my political activism is a lot more out there trying to get into the mainstream. The paleo thing, it's coming up, uh, but you know, my, my jam is political activism. Yeah, like yeah, I'm... Yeah. My, I love that my, shit, my, my, the reason that I, I like do paleo house, yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm, you know, I'm, I've, I look at myself as like a freedom fighter. I'm in the trenches and I'll fight every day for peace and freedom until I die, cool. you know? Um, but the whole paleo thing, I like to tie it to freedom because, you know, to be truly free, you have to be free in the mind and, you know, food, eating the proper healthy foods helps you get there. It helps your brain work better, you know? So I, you know, I truly believe if we're going to have free society has to be responsible and a responsible one is a healthy one so okay so let's go back to that thing about the state because i i that's one thing i wanted to to really ask you about as well yeah since you're on that um you don't believe in any state which is something that i've kind of been i've i've said something i don't know if it's the same concept that i have in my head that that, that you're talking about but after like you know, I listened to a lot of different people speak about it and stuff. I remember you were very resistant to it recently. I was. Yeah. I was. But I knew you'd come around. <laughs> I came <laughs> around on a lot of things. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. We've everybody's always been afraid of the you know the new world, the one world government. Like it's been the bad thing. But I think, I don't think there should be states, not just like, you know, um, within the U.S. I just I don't think there should be, you know, visas and passports. And, yeah, what are and, we, and animals? Yeah, right? And, and fake <laughs> and fake little uh, border... Social line. security numbers. Yeah. Like. No, it's retarded. But here's the thing. Um, the reason is this. I have a lot of friends, as well as you, and everybody knows people that are overseas, right? If somebody's born in the Congo, and they're getting fucked hard in the Congo, <laughs> as well as like Syria what and all these it? other countries, right? If someone was born there... How is it their fault that they have to stay there? Like, why should they have to stay there? Why can't they just say, look, man, I got to get out of here. This place sucks. My parents made a mistake. I don't want to be here. I want to go somewhere else. Well, I mean, that's the problem is that people aren't free. They're not free, right? They're not free to travel. It doesn't matter if you're from the Congo or America. If you don't have a passport, you're not free to travel. Exactly. And 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 that concept is something that I've... really been thinking a lot about is that dude this is earth you're born a free person you should be at least be born a free person and i get it i get that there needs to be some sort of regulation as far as like you know amir raped or murdered a bunch of 13 year olds in but that would exist in a stateless society all the functions that exist in our current state of society would exist in a free society as well like military police uh you know courts all these things would exist they just be taken care of by the market instead of monopolies. Right, and I agree. But I, like I said, I, I think there should be something where if you're going from point A to point B, here's the thing. The, the whole passport stuff is kind of important in a sense that when you're wanted for some, some sort of murder, 
you know, you're traveling, your name's going to come up when you go into a country. If we had no sort of boundaries or anything to kind of like keep some sort of track, I mean, if you murder 10 people in one country, you fly to a different area in the world, there's no way you're going to be found without some sort of regulation, correct? So my question to you, in a, in a, in a society where we don't have these states. But as regulation, do you mean government regulation or market regulation? Any kind of regulation. Yeah, because of course, I believe in regulations. I just don't believe in coerced regulation. Okay. I believe in voluntary transactions. So in a free in a, in a free society where there aren't states, you're born in, you know, uh, the the, the private entity of Los Angeles mm-hmm. where I would see in a anarcho capitalist well, there will be borders. Well, right? the thing is private property borders. There would be borders. They would just So everything property. would be private. Yeah, basically, it's it's a every yeah privatize everything. So and, and upon and this is not to be like a guy who is against the current or with the current. Well, most of the time, I'm fucking standing up beside the current and observing. But um, my question is, when you are working so hard for this, and if we want to stay that stage one is starting out, and stage ten is complete freedom, and we have it. Where do you think we stand right now as people and capable of to like- I think because of the internet we can achieve a free free societies maybe not an entirely free world but I do believe and we are already we're already seeing it across the globe free societies popping up like Liberland they just declared independence from you know the Croatia Serbia this like random force and they, their constitution is like super libertarian what's you know? Liberland is that You've the same Liberland no no it's a but new hold on, country hold on. I want to so so pause on this for sure I want to go back to this yeah. but I still want to get that question answered so that people because if you're listening to this you have to have you know like you want me to answer the rapist question yes Okay, so how would presumably <laughs> how you put it, dude? I, I get this. It's it's a common question. Yeah, it's, but you know what a, I mean. Yeah. So, first of all, where would you draw the lines? Any kind of lines? Do you just have checkpoints? Private property lines. How? Like whose whose property is it? Like what we would have essentially is like okay, we have the private entity of Los Angeles, okay. where people own plots of property, and there is a big property owner, and they give you all these services for free or something like. You know, malls are a really good example of something like it's free to go into a mall because Mm -hmm. they want you there. So essentially they're paying to get you to come there for free. So if you had a free society, things would be really, really cheap, you know, so we would have the ability. That doesn't make sense because if it's privately owned. Won't people start fucking with each well, other? Well, here, how about like I start from the philosophical point and then get to like the economics? Okay, of what yeah, this, go ahead. Because what happens a lot of the times is like people are like, well, privatize this. Well, let me explain why I believe in the privatization, like what, why my logic gets there. So the society that I believe is one where there isn't coercion. The initiation of violence is not how anybody gets things. And if you are, you're a criminal, right? Like if I hit you to get money for my health care, I'm a criminal, right? Mm-hmm. Because I put a gun to your face or something. I'm like, dude, give me $500. I need it for the greater good myself. You know, you'd be like, dude, you're a fucking criminal. You can't do that, you know? But when you have some people who call themselves government, they can do that. So all I'm first saying is we should have a society where everybody has to play by the same rules. And if you're not playing by the same rules, you're a criminal. And also, I believe in the non-aggression principle, which stems off of that, which is don't initiate violence on peaceful people for any reason. The only reason that violence should ever be used is in self-defense. And I'm pretty sure you guys already agree with that, right? So if we take that logical conclusion, the institution of government is an institution that initiates violence against peaceful people all the time to get everything, whether it's 
parking ticket or a taxation or whatever, they're saying do this or else. Our parents taught us growing up that that's not the proper way to get things, right? Like you can't you can't hit a kid that they'll be like, "No, you're not supposed to hit people to get things," you know? So the society that I believe in is one where just that doesn't exist. And if it does exist, you should be in trouble for it. You, you know? stay, stay close to the mic. But, cool. we, but we, you know that that doesn't exist, right? But if It's we, a fact that we know that doesn't exist. And I'm going to ask you, as a person, yeah. that change, is that possible? That change already exists in 99% of our lives. Like the only 1% where coercion exists in our lives. Like we're not hitting each other right now. We're having a voluntary, mutual, peaceful conversation where we're having a transaction like i can call this capitalism we're having a conversation for our mutual benefit and we're both profiting off of this interaction right because we're both going to gain something from this so this is a capitalism this is capitalism right here this is micro capitalism happening right in front of us so all i'm saying is that what we're doing right now should be used for all of society and we already do do that for most of society the only people who use violence to get what they want is that little one percent it's the state most of us never use violence to get any of what we want. Big corporations don't use violence to get what they want. They persuade you unless they're you know, using okay, government but, force. But that's because, because, that's because consequence and no versus consequence. Like me as a, uh, me as a citizen, if I make a mistake, I'm going to get consequence. But a bigger corporation, if you make a mistake, they won't get consequence. So, uh, because of the government. All the brother and younger yeah. brother. You know what I mean? Well, all the brother knows how to get away with it. He doesn't get in fucking trouble because the parents just – Older brother knows how to get away with it. You know what I mean? Sure, you're, what making, you do? you're making the argument against the state yourself. You know, yeah. <laughs> younger kid, yeah. Because so you know, that, the corporations the don't have those like, protections without yeah, the state. Yeah, exactly. So you're coming and talking about something, though. Though There's this that 1% that's controlling a, a massive layer of power that is so ridiculous. It, you just – it's unbelievable that Fortune 500 companies, the top company on it is Walmart. It's not they because stop doing this. they get <laughs> they get all the government benefits and they get all the government protections. And when you look at it, all these big corporations that do shady things are protected by government. So all I'm saying is, hey, why don't we remove that one institution that's helping all these criminals do all these bad things? And people are like, oh, my God, like, how could we live without them? It's like all I'm saying is let's live without the gang. You know, government is a gang of thieves writ large. And that's a Murray Rothbard quote. And. You know, it, it's true. Like, if you look at what government actually is, it's a mafia. It's just a mafia that has really good uh, public relations. That's actually a really good way of putting it. And there's two things that um, are important in this discussion is, first of all, when you have government, the thing that sucks about government is you can't fire it. So the whole private it's a monopoly. Yeah. So the whole privatization, especially of like, for example, right now, the police, right? We have a big problem with police. If the police was a private entity... It would be the same thing as if you had an apartment complex and you want to get a security company to guard your apartment complex. If that security company is just shitty, you fire them, you get a better company that gives better rates, better standards, you know, better consequences to their employers, employees. Whereas the cops, what happens now – and I have a lot of friends that are officers, by the way. I, I, there are some of the – Best people. I've I really love these guys. I have a bunch of them. I have family and friends that are police officers. But what happens is a lot of times with um, these these uh, like like you, you hear about it all the time. Officer shoots some person, 
a lot of times it's not justified, or maybe it is, but when it isn't, they have their own little investigation. He's on paid administrative leave, which is like a vacation. Speaking of, like... And you can't do anything, because you can't, you know, you can't say, you guys are fired. Hey, you guys are different police stations. Because they use violence, because they're the violent ones who say, you can't fire us because we'll hurt you if you try. Mm -hmm. And that's a sick and twisted, barbaric way for us to be living in 2015, don't you think? Like, we were already like, oh, hey, slavery's bad. Maybe we should stop doing that. And, you know, like, we stopped doing that. So maybe now we need to be like, hey, statum is is really evil. It's killed a lot of people. We should stop doing that. I I agree. But but to be fair, also, you can, you can, through legislation, you can indict a whole line of officers, but it's a, such a tough process because now you got to use the state attorney to go against a state entity, which they're already – They're all friends. They're all friends. They're all on the same team so right now. So, so I want to backtrack to that where you were talking about shooting and, and, and cops. There's The past eight days, nine days, I've been telling you, every day there's a cop <laughs> being shot somewhere in a state. I think two or three in Missouri, um, two in Texas, Looks one like in Chicago. Looks like people are fighting back. <laughs> I don't know, but it's you know been, how many people have been killed by police? It's been nine days, eight cops been shot in different areas. Here, go on killedbypolice.net and look how many people police killed in the last eight days. Because it's way more than that. It'll be way more than that. The uh, cops are killing. What is like, it called? Killedbypolice.net. They keep a, a database of every single person killed by police every single day. Uh, but that's not going to be. That's not going to be. Show, they show all the links from like local news stories and things. You, you see it right there. But that won't be. I mean, not, you know. 800 to play, people. To play, to play. The, gover- the, the, yeah. the police on, have killed 800 people in but 2015. To, to play alone. devil's advocate, it doesn't give you context. So It gives you all the context if you go and click the links. Yeah, some of them were fighting back, but a lot of those people were innocent and unarmed. It's 800 people. That's, that's the absurd you number. Know what? 800 it, in less than a year. I was listening to um, this former police officer. I forget his name, but he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And he said, he, I mean, you have to listen to that podcast. He talks about you know him being an officer in Baltimore, and because of him, I watched The Wire, which my cousin's been telling me to watch for a long time. But because of him, because he was in Baltimore, he goes, "The Wire is so, it's such a true representation of, of how things are, and that it's fucked, right?" But what he was saying, part of the reason why there's so many shootings here is because a lot of these officers. It's going to sound backwards, but what he was saying is people that have been in the military, like he had toured before, right? If you're in the military, you go into law enforcement, you're not as scared. You're not as, uh, you know, like trying to be, be you know, self-defense. So he says him being in the military, he had more foresight to not shoot at civilians because they're afraid. So a lot of these officers, they don't have a lot of background, and there's not a lot of training that goes on. As far as their what do you, you know, expect? Combat. It's a monopoly. <laughs> so, so, so the whole thing is they get scared and they shoot right away. Um, but there's two things, you know. First of all, I feel like I always felt like if you had toured and you're in the military, and especially if you were like, let's say, not necessarily part of the U.S. military, but like, for example, private, like the uh, Blackwater and all those corporations. I feel like you would not care. Like, you'd shoot rant recklessly. Well, see, and that's the right? thing. Uh, you know, the other side of the argument is all these people are coming back from overseas and they're screwed up in the head from killing kids and then they can't get hired doing anything else because all they know how to do is kill. So then they become police and then they take out that rage and all their problems on the general public. They treat America like it's a war zone and that's the problem because mm-hmm. it, it, when you have 
a state, it's the us first them mentality. That's why like the cops stick together like they're a gang, you know, like they're a super loyal gang. Like I always got your back, bro. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. I always got your back, you know, just like a gang. So, you know, but that's the thing. It's a monopolized service. Economically speaking, of course, when something is monopolized, prices are high and quality is low. So look, of course, they're killing people. The quality of their Mm -hmm. business is low. You know, what else he was saying is um, when they actually practice for shooting, and I I don't want to mess up the actual details of it, but it it goes along the lines of uh, to get, you know, when you go to the academy, you have to get some sort of like 70% passing rate when you shoot. And it's like the the target goes from like three feet to seven to fifteen or whatever, and all you got to do is pass it by. I think I think it's seventy percent, and you can keep taking that test over and over until you finally pass it. <laughs> and then afterwards, I I think he said you don't have to you know st- stay current. So for example, Red Cross, like I was a lifeguard, like certified lifeguard. Every two years, you got to get recertified. So they know that you're on top of your shit. You still, you know, have you're physically fit, et cetera, et cetera. The police academy, I mean, the police force don't have that. that I guess once code. you pass it the first time, that's it. Private companies have that, more transparency and everything than uh, government. Mm-hmm. So more standards. Well, let it's me tell you. Let me tell you something know? though. For example, I uh, when I was in I was in Florida and I was I was running a, a club in Tallahassee, which is state capital. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, dude, they had, at least the ones that I was dealing with, the most chill police ever. And it's a college town. You deal with, a, I mean, I, a lot of shithead students are there, right? I was never pulled over, not once. And my tabs are expired. I was out of state. The cops there just, they don't want to fuck with anybody. They just want to like, you know what, dude? If, if you get in trouble in Tallahassee, it's because you're an idiot. Like, you're doing something stupid to get in trouble. But you're also not a black kid or anything, you know? So it's a, probably a lot harder than, you know, the thing is their job is still to initiate violence on peaceful people. Their job is to enforce the edicts of the state, whether it's just or unjust. So, like, there is no such thing as good or bad cop. Their job description is what is bad. And I was just having this conversation earlier, like, when they say, like, well, there are some good cops. It doesn't matter if my friend's a cop and he's a good dude. Mm -hmm. His job is immoral. He goes and enforces laws that essentially they initiate violence on people who are committing victimless crimes you so you can have some guy come who's wearing a government costume and hurt me for smoking this weed you know but if you came and hurt me for smoking the weed what would happen to you you'd get in trouble but just because you have that government costume on you don't get in trouble and you could hurt me for a victimless crime i didn't hurt anybody 
And so the government is coming and saying, I'm going to initiate violence on you. It's okay that you're not being violent. I'm going to start being violent. So I don't want to live in a society where that's okay. If I'm hurting somebody, then it should be a cop's responsibility to stop me. If they see me punching somebody or initiating violence, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, hurting somebody's property or something, you know. But when you're committing victimless crimes – and the police have to enforce that. It's their job. Their job is not whether or not to decide if a law is just or unjust. That's not their job. That's the politician's job, isn't it? The police's job is only to enforce, not to question, but to take orders based off what the law is. He's a Leo, law a, enforcement officer. There's a logic. There's logic to what he's saying. It's not so. But um, I want to go back to something that has nothing to do with this, but... When he was like, you have to certify every two years for a lifeguard. The other day, we went to Redondo Beach. There was a lifeguard. Dude, being a lifeguard is fucking hard, man. That shit is on on duty, man. You can't, like, you cannot, like, look around and get distracted with shit. You, he's telling me like about that clock area where you need to focus on a certain area of the fucking beach because you have checkpoints on each guy. But she's just marking and marking and marking. Get closer and, to the mic, dude. And then she grabs that, like, the binoculars. She gives it a glance. And then she'll come out on the beach, walk with the with the Baywatch board <laughs> with one arm. You know what I mean? But you look at it. And, dude, swimming in the fucking ocean is not a, is not a cakewalk. You know? It needs a lot of effort, especially against current. Well, you see, they're both their jobs, cops and lifeguards, protecting people. Look who protects people better. Yeah. Dude, that shit was impressive. That shit was impressive, yeah, man. It definitely. was it was cool seeing that. I she actually helped some uh, some little girl was like she went too far in, and uh, it was pretty. It was it was hot. I was like, damn, <laughs> I'm gonna go drown right now. Help me out. <laughs> Redondo Beach, yep. man. That's that's that is if if folks if for the people that are in California or coming to visit California, we're in downtown Laguna Beach right now. It's a great location. Everything about it is cool, minus the noise. We got so many fucking panhandlers that are just right so annoying. And I used to be the whole, you know, I, I was always this. for, you know, uh, as far as liberty of, okay, you know what? It's a sidewalk. You want to go panhandle? You want to be begging? <laughs> Fine. But let me tell you something, dude. It cost a lot, and it took a lot of effort and work to get here and start this whole project. And I can't tell you how annoying it is outside. We have these people that literally, they don't work. They don't do anything. I see them every day in the morning. They come here. They swim in the ocean. They do their thing. Beach bums. And that's fine. And if you want to panhandle, that's fine. But what they do is, man, they play this loud shit music. And it's not music. It's it's, it's so loud and obnoxious. And it's on repeat every single day. And there's nothing you could do about it. I don't mind. I don't mind, like, corner art or, like, in the street music, you know, if if it has some sort of quality to it. And I don't also, if I was talented with an instrument, I don't mind sitting and playing it, but I got to be good at it to play. You know what I mean? Like, when you're walking around now, today we just walked from here to the gas station. That's not even like a block down. Fucking, there were three people playing music on a different corner just across the street. And it's like you walk from here to here, you hear something different. You, there was a, a rock band at some point in, a, in, a, in front of the store entrance under the light. 
And this guy is sitting on a, what do you call that kind of drum? You sit on from the side and you just hit it. That sounds so ignorant right now. I think now. it was just an amp. I don't even think it was a drum. No, <laughs> he's just making this shitty ass music and his friend's on the guitar just going bah, 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 like that, man. Dude, it sounded like someone's fucking your ears. That sounds that's, like that's some, how bad uh, it was. some uh, unregulated capitalism right there. It is. Some free market. Is that play. the free market yeah. right there? <laughs> that's that's what a free society looks like. <laughs> See, I don't like that Bunch free society. Bunch of handlers. I don't like but, that. But look, you, you can... Gotta, you got a video of that head on, dude. When he did that, we got a video of that. <laughs> we got a video of that completely with the face and everything and the anger. Uh, in any case, though, dude. But, but look, if you talk to any of those panhandlers, I bet that all of their problems stems from some bullshit that the state inflicted on them to put them in that position. I'd have to disagree. I'd have to disagree. Because this guy, one of them, right, he comes out here, he parks, and these meters are expensive, man. These are like eight bucks for three hours. Yeah. This guy will park here, pay 16 bucks every single day. He brings his kids. He has a car. They have smartphones. They're not broke, dude. The guy isn't, like, disabled or anything. They just, to me, either you're lazy or B, and I respect B because B would say, I'm not going to work because I don't want to pay taxes. I respect that. I fucking respect that because I'm against the federal income tax. You know, well, state I'm tax, fine. Taxes. But, but, but in any case. Why would you be against theft at any level? Why would, be, why would you be for well, it? Here's because the thing. Ta- taxation uh, is theft at any level because you have to use threats of violence to obtain that money. So it's immoral and impractical. And the thing is, taxation <laughs> in any sense goes against the laws of economics. You cut out the supply and demand when you tax. So when things are taxed, it's discouraged. And people don't want to use them as much. I'm going to insert statist, uh, statist uh, <laughs> quote right here. Or statist, but who, but who would build, build the roads? The roads? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, dude. People. So, so Laguna Beach, very noisy. Although it's beautiful, man. We're literally across the street from the ocean. Yeah, I can this look is outside beautiful. The this is one of the you know, sickest spots in Laguna Beach, dude, actually, I, right here. I wanted you to come here in the daytime. Um, hopefully. We'll do that again. We'll have another podcast, and you'll be on here soon. And because the mirror behind me where you're sitting... It's this whole this setup was done on purpose. When you when you look at the mirror behind me right here, you will see the entire ocean. It's actually a better view than from where I'm at. Like right. I can look outside the windows and see the ocean, but when you look at the mirror, just right. the way it's set up, it's a you, you see the whole thing. It's beautiful, but Redondo Beach takes a giant watery shit on Laguna Beach, man. Redondo is so gorgeous, so calm, so chill, so organized. Just just pretty, really relaxed. It's like you take Laguna Beach, you give it like a bunch of marijuana, and it chills out, and it becomes yeah. Redondo Beach. And there's this area called uh, Palos Verdes, I want to see. Palos Verdes is super Fuck, nice. Yeah, you, drive cool. back, you drive back on Catalina Avenue. You go down towards Palos Verdes Boulevard, whatever it's called. Do you dad drive? Beautiful. I would definitely like to buy a house. What I like about that beach, yeah. though, is that it's, oh, it's yeah. like large. The beach is large. Yeah, it's, it's wide. Yes. Yes. You, it's not like narrow, and people are just so crowded. So yeah, there's it's, space it's to around. It's open, sand, dude. It's know. open. Laguna is just so – it's like an accordion. It's, well, it's so up and down. It's become and small. so touristy, though. It's this small. Is like yeah, it's small excelled. here. Redondo is pretty big, and that's like the, the part of L.A. that not too many people venture it's out. It's a hidden to. gem, and I yeah. fucking love it. I, don't, yeah. I almost don't want to talk about it yeah, on the podcast. It's, it's kind of far. It's kind of far out down far, there. Yeah. That's, people don't like to drive that far down. It's like Long Beach far. And yeah, that, it's almost yeah. They like they have this from, yeah. They have yeah. this beach which is super large. Like it's this nice big wide beach. They have a thousand volleyball nets. Um, they have this like walkway, and then they have an area where you can like just bicycle or you know skateboard. 
it's so organized. It's amazing. It truly is cool. Y'all should come to Santa Monica Beach, the original Muscle Beach, where we do all of our calisthenics. I see you doing. I see you doing the craziest <laughs> calisthenic shit. Yeah, ever. Do people give you shit when you do that stuff on the beach? Do people start like fucking giving you shit or like anything like that? No, actually, you know, there's these assholes out there. No, who we, have a, we have a really, in life. we have a great community out there. Like everybody's super peaceful and super super helpful. Like even if somebody wants to just come up and they can't even do pull ups, like we're there to help That's all me. the guys. That would be me. And the cool thing <laughs> is, like the people who train there. are literally some of the best people in the world whether it's in yoga or acro yoga or calisthenics or gymnastics or whatever like the best people on the planet are coming to the original muscle beach like i have the pleasure of being part of that community and like if it weren't for the people out there my skills would not have excelled so fast you know i get to train with some of the best people in the world you guys got volleyball up there yeah, actually, well, volleyball is uh, like a little bit down from the uh, bars, but you know, I would highly recommend right. doing some. Going? Uh, we should start going, dude. I'm not <laughs> driving to Santa Monica two hours. I'm not driving to any volleyball. beach. Like, I'll yeah, drive to drive, Redondo Beach. Yeah, 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 drive, you know drive an hour for a muscle up, dude. Man. I, I'll teach I, you how listen, to muscle up. I don't know if you're free this Sunday, but we're going to be going to Redondo. I'm going to be at Santa Monica Beach on Sunday. That's church for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <You> mostly, <laughs> Santa Monica Beach all day every Sunday. How do you feel ever since you? Because st- remember me and you. I remember you from way back. I I knew Amir like since I was in it's been college. Like eight nine years, bro. We used to talk about pro hormones and lifting, yeah. trying to get our weight up. But you've taken an approach where I'm I'm still trying to maintain kind of some weight. Um, I hate being skinny, you know. But yeah. you've completely changed your tone. You're muscular. You're not like like a skinny bitch or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but you've you. How do you feel? Because one thing for me is when I bulk up. I like the look of it, right? I like that's all it is, kind though, of the really. look of it. But I don't feel good. It does not feel good. I feel oh, I feel so much more agile and light and just healthier when I'm not bulking. Like when I'm just like walking around regular weight, you know? Yeah, just do you, like that's the thing. I'm about one fifty eight right now. When we used to, and you're How six tall what? Are you? Six two. Uh, when we used to be up in that aesthetics jam, you know, we were. I was. 200 i was walking around at 200 i was like I'm so much heavier but it was just like months. gross grain bulk cut bulk cut you know mm-hmm. and it wasn't my natural body weight like i can put on muscle if i want it's just the activities that i do i'm burning so many calories do you it's lift hard, you know? or like more cardio I or do, it's all about like uh, yoga and resistance i do everything um i my main exercises come from calisthenics which is just body weight workouts yoga acro yoga and weightlifting. so that's kind of my spread on what's a, acro yoga Acro yoga is fucking hate yoga. By the way, dude, dude. that is the worst. So difficult. That is the so worst. Awesome. Yoga, yoga is one of the most beautiful things that has ever entered my life. You gotta, you gotta just like do it until you until you it starts getting easier. It, yeah. yeah, like I used to hate yoga when I started too, but I knew it was really good for my body and healing my body, so I kept doing it. And it's healed some of the worst injuries I've had. Dude, All those lifting check injuries, check yoga has really helped. Maybe yeah. you can help me out check and get out. me back into yoga because the only yoga I've ever tried was with Zade. He he uh, he was on this uh, P ninety X dude. P ninety X. Oh no, that doesn't count. That's so not really he yoga puts on class. this. D- he yeah. puts, he puts on this DVD, yeah, and we're doing this yoga thing, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, like, I'm I was excited because I hear so much good feedback about it. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna because I'm I'm the most um, non zero dexterity, zero. I cannot bend, like I can't touch anything. I, I bend my back. I, I'm like so far, you know, so high above the. I can't. Can you touch? Not your toes? flexible. No, 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 no. Man. There's like two feet between me. We gotta work on that. But man. listen, listen. <laughs> so I was excited to try yoga, and he puts on this dvd and like 
seriously, I felt like I've been in it for an hour. Like, I can't wait to get done. I'm like, yo, how much left? He goes, well, we've been in it for about 20 minutes. I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck it, turn it off, man. Dude, yeah, the P90X yoga Acro- isn't like a yoga class. That's not really what you should be gauging as what yoga Acro- is. Acro yoga is a physical practice which combines yoga and acrobatics. It's partner yoga. Wait, so you do like a backflip and then like you... Have you? Do you follow me on Instagram? I, I've posted some of the videos. I deleted so. my Instagram. Ooh, Ooh, man, I'll, I'll follow uh, you. Give me that Instagram crap. Instagram is uh, at Amir RZ. Here, I'll show you a video of acro yoga real quick. It'll blow your mind. I love it. It's one of my favorite activities to do on this planet right oh, now. Oh, so that's a yoga where, where you're doing yoga but with humans? Yeah. It's like you add acrobatics with the yoga and a partner. That's fucking crazy. Man. It's an amazing sport. So, folks, you guys can't see this, but basically he has this chick. I would hope that she's hot, but he has this chick, and he's doing all these, like, I don't know what the fuck you call this, man. What's Acro your, yoga. What's your yeah, yoga? I, she's what's doing, your like, backflips and stuff. RZ. Hey, Ahmed, can, can, can you, if I zoom this into the camera, can, they, can you see it or no? So it's a double R or it's to say an R, Amir? Uh, two R's and a Z. You know, if you go on, if you can go on it on there and watch the video. You can go on his Instagram. Go on Instagram.com slash Amir RZ and you can just watch the video up there. Dude, can you pull yourself out? Yeah, bro. I feel like so technologically like. So we're going to do acro I can't do, you got to do regular yoga first, I imagine, before you start doing acro yoga. No. 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 Go straight into that? Yeah, you can just... I've, I've had friends that just do straight acro yoga. Um, having a foundation of yoga certainly helps, but, uh, you know, acro yoga is a... It's a beautiful sport. It's really changed my life, made me... Because the, the foundation of it is that it's based off of trust. They call it the yoga of trust. So, you know, essentially you just get this person on top of you that you don't really know, and you have to trust them, because if you don't Sounds trust them, you're going to fall. like a you know? one-night stand, bro. uh, things get really intimate but the beautiful thing is is that it kind of shows you how to be intimate with another human being without any romanticism attached it's a very interesting feeling you know to be able to be so intimate without thinking sexually uh you know you're like you're you're feeling up the entire person's body you know that Uh, reminds me of um jujitsu yeah there's some awkwardness for you man when i first started I can't tell you how weird it is to mount a dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you sit here going, ah, you, you try to, it's, it's weird. It is yeah, very, very like, strange. Uh, man. And vice uh, versa. You you're like, you, yeah, dude. Let me see who, who are they. Holy shit, dude. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to interrupt you with that. But this no, that's exactly crazy. what I do. Yeah. That's you? No. Oh, I was going to say, man, I want to join. See, like, uh, She's cute. Yeah, this acro yoga stuff looks really super intense. I bet you your fast twitch muscles are like your balance, all that. Huh? Dude, essentially you're holding a human up on top of you for minutes at a time and like you know pushing Ridiculous, and dude. pulling. And Why would you do that? Yeah, Why but would you know what? Dude, a small fuck up and you have. 150 pounds. I know it's a dangerous falling sport. on your yeah, face. That's why you have to trust the other person so much because if you don't, you're going to fall and you're going to get hurt. That's like when you have a one night stand again. <laughs> you trust someone and you get burned. Yeah, let's see. Speaking of uh, like jujitsu, like spread right on top. <laughs> you're just like it's all good, bro. It's all good. Yeah, but that's two guys. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'll take regular yoga. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. If you want somebody to hold you up in the air, you can't do it with a little girl. You're going to need the big strong dude. 
unless uh, it was Ronda Rousey. She could probably do it. Ooh, she can do yeah. it. Tough lady. She's a beast. Tough lady. She is a beast, man. Yeah. She's Scary. been... You know the whole thing with the Holly Holm? She has a Holly Holm now coming up, and I think we were talking about it. I think... I don't think anyone is going to beat Ronda Rousey. I think she will probably be one of the only people to go undefeated and retire. You like, don't on think top, like, at any point she'll make a mistake or kind of like... Because all of these big boys, uh, so male-wise so at least... better than everybody but, yeah, There's no competition. But that's yeah. that what they said every time about every big like UFC fighter that came through and then ended up in the shitter because he's an idiot. Like Jones, John Jones. Like John Jones never lost. Like, he had a disqualification. Oh no, yeah, but he got, he fucked himself at the end. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you mean legacy think, wise? Yeah. Do you I, think like possible. as a as a competitive athlete, she well, would screw herself over? Because there was a well, there was a while when she fought Misha Tate, and at the beginning of the fight, they were exchanging punches, and Ron, you could tell that Rousey at that time wasn't punching as good as she punches now, and kind of Tate caught her a bunch of times. And um, but she insisted on taking her to the ground because she wanted to kind of pull off the arm bar back at her because of the broken hand. Well, and she got screwed at that. That's then, you know, and now, now she's even yeah, more dangerous. She is unbelievable. She will, and I, and I, and I, she piles through players. Dude. Look, she I think piles. I think Holly Holm, aside from Misha Tate, but Holly Holm on a different level with striking. I think Holly Holm would probably be a, a more legitimate threat. However, for Holly Holm, I think it's way too early. She needs at least two more fights because her she's a she's like a kickboxer, I'm pretty sure. And she doesn't have the, the, the mixed martial arts background. She needs more time to work on that. And I think I think it was kind of premature, but for the UFC, for Ronda Rousey, it's just gonna build on her legacy. And I think it was a move where, hey, let's get Holly Holm in there, have her get knocked out or whatever or submitted and then keep Ronda Rousey's numbers up because I mean it's you know to them that's just going to be more money anything she fights it's it's like if she's fighting she's going to sell out everybody wants to see her kick someone's ass right yeah she's with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Better than the competition. But I mean, yeah, maybe, no we'll, maybe we'll have somebody soon that'll come out and beat her ass. You know, who knows? Well, that's why everybody watches, right? right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But the goddamn last card... You spent three and a half hours watching that because every fight, fight was a decision. Yeah. And then at the end, she comes and sweeps her ass off yeah, the ground yeah. 26 seconds and yeah. walks home. You know? Hey, it is what it is. Crazy shit, man. We got Khabib coming up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. if have you, have you been keeping up with that How's at all? that camp going? That fucking collaboration camp they have. Okay, so Khabib... From from my understanding is some some I think it's Bahrain or Kuwait. No, I want to say I want to say Bahrain. This prince um, is assembling some kind of team. He's dumping all this money into this team, and Conor McGregor's manager or his coach, he's getting Conor in this team, and this and and he's getting Khabib in this team. So having those two together, like if these guys can feed off each other as far as skill wise, they're both going to be fucking monsters. You want to teach? Do you want to teach McGregor some? Combat Sambo, dude. That that guy doesn't need more fucking armor to 
fuck shit. I think he needs a little bit of more grappling. I think. Damn it. Yeah, but that last fight with Chan Mendes, man, was was amazing. They all need some Wing Chun in their lives, bro. Some what? <laughs> some Wing Chun. <laughs> the fuck is Wing Chun? You don't know what Wing Chun is? No. Oh, man, I do Wing Chun. That's one of the martial arts that I do. I really? Recommend it. It's, oh, it's the martial that? art that Bruce Lee brought to America. He oh. created Jeet Kune Do out of Wing Chun. You could do the one-inch punch? Yeah. No way. Yeah. We'll do it afterwards. We'll okay, we check can it do out. that, yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. I want to do it right now on video. <laughs> okay, we could do it. That yeah. Right now. We could do can it, yeah. you, how, how bad does it hurt? Uh, I mean, okay, so Wing Chun punch, the theory of a Wing Chun punch and how you're supposed to punch is I should have a grape in my hand and it shouldn't break when I hit you. Okay. We can put, we can put a, we can put a cake up in your hand. Yeah, we could, we could put a piece of grape, a grape in my hand. It won't break because well, your grape. hand has to be, well, I have chocolate the, or something. The, uh, we could put something in your we hand. We could put something in, but the, 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 the thing is that uh, Wing Chun punches, uh, this way, like a hammer punch. And your hand is loose when you hit a boxer's punch. You're squeezing, so your nerve is pinched here. When you hit, it's pushing so your you're... nerves in. That's why boxers always have to wrap up their hands or they break their hands because so you, you can't still punch. hit from here. You're but hitting without making contact. Yeah, but no, no, no. This is like a scientific uh, range of motion. How much like, does it hurt? Tell me. It hurts kind of a lot. It's a really like it's I, a punch. In Wing Chun, we practice on sandbags and trees and just like pieces of wood. Oh, like fuck, I, 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 kinda, I have to fly out tomorrow. You gotta fly out go the to fucking wedding. window right there. I could just you... like I could just like push you in the arm or something. I, I, you know, it hurt that bad. It might hurt a little bit. I have <laughs> I have a wedding to attend Saturday. I want to be functional. Like, but hey, could do like a, the, 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 whole theory, the whole theory is like in Wing Chun, the, the power comes from your hips and not from your upper okay, body. So, so that's where the one inch punch comes from, because I don't need to use my lever to go back and get the power like this. Stay next to the okay. microphone. Uh, if, so, you know, like if like so basically you've learned enough for contingency plan or to defend to attack. Yeah, right. I also like to mix Wing Chun with Muay Thai because Wing Chun doesn't have knees and elbows, and they don't have any high kicks. They're all low kicks to get the uh, get you in the knees and stuff, just to bring you in. It's very close quarters combat. Like if you're in an elevator, this is the kind of stuff that uh, would really help you. So I always, you know, tell mixed martial artists you should add this into your practice, and it'll really get you in tune with the center line and kind of learning how body mechanics work in a different way than just like the power stuff that comes from like Muay Thai and things like that. Yeah. I love it. Stick with me on the Wing Chun. I yeah. want to understand that half inch punch, whatever you were talking about. Yeah, one inch punch. Yeah, yeah this shit. We got to like, so if I, if, I want to know if somebody attacks you with a punch, can you like stop and punch? Yeah, because Wing Chun. Okay, so how about we demonstrate this right now? You don't have to like okay. fly me through the moon, but yeah, we can do that. Yeah, you execute. The, I'll fall on the couch. Yeah, we the, take it easy, just to show skill. Man yeah, skill. we can. Yeah, the, be that? the beautiful thing that? about uh, about Wing Chun is that. Uh, every off offensive strike has a defense at the same time. So it's offense and defense. Every time you strike, there's a block at the same time. So it's pretty cool. You want to like, you want to you do this now? I'll like, comment it. Yeah, go ahead. Or you want to walk off the episode with it? Do what? Like when we, or you want to do it at the end of the episode? Yeah, let's do it towards the end. We have a little bit of time left anyways. Right, okay. um, last, last subject Keep I wanted to mind. touch on, dude. Rand Paul. Uh. What's the problem, man? Here's a question. I feel like I feel like he's a Trojan horse for the people. Like I feel like he's 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 gonna be the opposite Obama. Like Obama's like 
I don't believe that exists, man. Nah, dude, that's not how it works, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why can't it? Yo, why man, can't I'm it? in politics. That's not how it works. Ram, no. The shit Rand Paul says he means. And how is this, he so far off than his father? I don't know. And why would his, look, fa- why would his dad endorse well, I mean, him? Because his- it's his dad. He ha- look, this, this was the political play that was happening. Rand Paul has been losing support with libertarians, and this was a strategic play. They had to wait for the Ron Paul endorsement. They had to decide as a team when is the best time to get the Ron Paul endorsement. Right now, all the libertarians like me are like, I am not supporting Rand Paul anymore. After the Iran deal thing with Rand Paul, no more. I'm, I don't support him. I can't support somebody who could not support a diplomatic deal like the Iran deal, you know. And, and the thing is, I've heard Rand Paul in private meetings. You know, I've, I've been in private meetings with him and stuff. And he sounds really libertarian when he's with us. But, you know, it's – I'm in politics and I'm not pandering by changing my message. You know, you become friends with people. You keep your message. You do what Ron Paul did. And, you know, it's just – But you won't get elected that but way. It, Rand's been elected. He got elected in 2010 to Senate, and he was going to lose. They they said there's no way Rand Paul's going to win. He was he was polling so low, and then he came and he won Senate. And he had those message uh, principled messages, you know. And he just doesn't have that anymore. He just sounds more and more like a neocon every single day. And as a libertarian, like we're principled people, so we have to ask ourselves: If Ron Paul was doing this, would we still support him? No. If Ron Paul did, like, one thing wrong, we'd all be like, no, Ron, how could you do something? Ron Paul, every week there's something we have to go like, oh, Ron, <laughs> come on, man. How am I yeah, going to defend not... that this time? Okay, you okay. Certainly, like, his dad okay. is like that. He's going to be like that. That's for sure. Okay, do you, think, do you think that in order to get elected on the national stage as a Republican, he's just trying to not do what Ron did? Because Ron, dude— I fucking love Ron Paul so yeah, much, man. right? He's the Godfather. He is. I, I, that guy, he's probably literally the Jesus Christ of our entire of lifetime. Politics, of politics, of American I'm, history. There has never a, been a more principled no, man in American history. I, I think he's one of the greatest men in our in lifetime. world history, yeah, man. I agree. So, <laughs> but, but it didn't work. It didn't work. Maybe it was too early. I don't know. If he ran for a third term, would he have gone? I don't All know. All right, man, look. Stop thinking about it that way. What Ron Paul did was he started a revolution. He did. And we are continuing that revolution to this day. Ron Paul woke millions and millions of people up to the message of peace and freedom. And now it's our duty to continue that message. We won. We're the real victors because all these other politicians who are winning and stuff like Obama people are just waking up. The more we have these corrupt politicians, the more people are waking up. And the message of liberty today is bigger than it's ever been. Libertarianism in America is bigger than it's ever been in our history. I agree. So I the, agree. the liberty movement is so strong and so alive. And that is only because of Ron Paul. I, 100%. So, I, I believe so. Who cares so. if he didn't win president? He won an entire generation of hearts and minds. Yes. Yeah. But I go online and I see the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. And it's like... I feel sometimes I feel like we're making strides because, like you said, like for example, dude, right now you ask people, people know who Ron Paul is. You ask uh, libertarians, you, people know what that meant back then, dude. I never fucking had a clue what the hell. I didn't even know. Well, it I didn't existed. know what libertarian yeah, meant until I, I was know, like eighteen. Right, you know? right, and, and I was twenty-five when I found yeah. out. So, but dude, you, you you still see so many idiots. Overwhelming the major, overwhelming majority of people are still. Way behind, man. You got people. 
You got people trying to elect fucking Hillary, man. It's okay. As, as bad as bad as she is, as yeah. terrible. I mean, how much how more? How could that be a choice? How could anybody make that choice? It's up to us to continue the trend towards peace and freedom because the masses are never the ones who change things. It was always the small group of people who changed things through all of history. The masses will follow. If we look at all these things that have happened in the last 500 years, this is one of my favorite examples to give about how we are going to to inevitably achieve a free society, whether people want it or not today. 500 years ago, you used to get burned for saying like, I think Jesus walked left instead of right. And they'd like burn your ass at the stake for blasphemy, you know? And then more people started doing it and they're like, okay, fine. You could say Jesus did something else and we won't kill you. That was like a huge stride in human freedom to get from there to there. And then the next stage was they're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna burn you for uh, drawing a painting. And then the renaissance happened, you know, and then everybody's like, oh, no, it's cool to draw a painting. We don't need to burn people for that. And then, like, the next step was kind of like representative democracy. And then the next big step came from the abolition of slavery. Like, these are things that people said. They're like, oh, how, how could we ever live without slavery? You know, if we, had, if we ended slavery, then all these slaves would be running around and causing chaos. It's the same exact arguments we hear for the abolition of the state. It's the abolition of slavery was the same thing. And that was a huge stride in human freedom. And if we looked, we are living in the most peaceful time in human history right now. Statistically, this is the most peaceful time in human history. And That's fucking look, scary, by the way. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I think the world is mostly beautiful. Like we don't No, no, really... no. I'm saying if this is the most peaceful time and still if you bad. see how much bloodshed and bullshit is happening, still bad. Still bad. You, you go back to like King George. Go back Sucks. 150 years. <laughs> people were still slow but at the same time this is the first time in history that a woman can like a, a girl could walk down the road here today in laguna beach and not be afraid of getting like killed for the most part you know like of course you should have not worries, everywhere but, but but like not everywhere but 500 years ago could you could a woman walk anywhere without worrying about getting like raped or killed by bandits or you know you couldn't do that so here's another great example in the last 30 years when we were all kids, remember in school, all the other kids would talk about how their parents would beat them and stuff. Oh, like they my, would tell, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, we would all tell stories about that stuff. Ha, ha, ha. You do that shit today, <laughs> you're going to have the police at your parents' house arresting them for child abuse. But that, isn't that isn't that go against uh, – uh, the free society thing? No, where... because that, that, that was a societal change. The government didn't force parents to become less violent. That was societally. We were like, oh, we shouldn't hit kids. I don't, have a, prob- I don't have a problem being raised that I was raised. I think sometimes kids needs to be hit, man. Disciplinary. But, they used to call it disciplinary. But and see, then it became abuse. Psychologically speaking, when you initiate violence on a child that really screws them up in the head like child psych- child psychology is a did you very get your ass in-depth. kicked not really like i got kind of well, when i say know, your ass kicked you know you've never you've ne- never when you got into trouble you've never walked the next the next day sideways right uh i mean like my parents never like struck me too yeah, hard or see? anything like it was i never got my ass kicked but yeah. like I can I can learn from growing up that when there was violence done to me or threatened to me by whether it was family or kids or anything like it those it's those little things that gets to you when you're older you're just like oh crap why do I have this anxiety about this 
And you never think like, oh, maybe it's because when I was five years old, I got beat up in the park. And these are like those bad memories. And we have maybe. like these connections exist. Like this is modern day psychology. Subconsciously, you know? yeah. Subconsciously yeah. you fire at that because exactly. that's where you go. Yeah. And, and this is all scientifically proven now. So that's why like we have this new thing. It's really big in the libertarian movement called peaceful parenting. It's a peaceful parenting movement, which is like you shouldn't treat your kids like you're some authority figure. Like that's sick. That's how the state has told us we should raise kids. Like you are authority. You are the dad. So you are the master of the house. No, 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 no. You need to treat your children like they're adults. When they're having a problem, you need to talk to them. If they do something wrong, they're a child. It's the parent's fault. If a child is being bad, it's the fault of the parent for raising them in a certain way that made them like that. They're like, oh, why are you going and getting in so many fights? Because you hit me all the time, dad. And you say it's for my own good. So then I go out and I think it's okay to hit people. You know? So it's little things like that where... You know, as much as we might say like, oh, look at us. We turned out fine. But did we turn out perfect? I'm fucked in the head. I don't know about you, man. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't <laughs> just want All of us are, you know, man. Exactly. Like, we all have all problems, you know. I don't want my kids to grow up fine. I want them to grow up amazing. You know, the other day you know? um, I was training out and there's, there's this older lady that was passing by with her husband and dog. And she was just looking at what I was doing and she kept watching for a while. And I'm, in my mind, I'm like, I, I come to this area very often that a lot of people around here know me now. So they're comfortable around seeing this guy around doing his thing. This lady kept watching for a while. And then, and then she asked me what I was doing. When I explained it, she goes, ah, there's a method to your madness. And I said, yes, but there is madness too. <laughs> because, dude, I swear to God, if you don't have that madness, you can't function in this society. It's it's become so difficult because um, a lot of people will 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 drive their life based on um, circumstances that are occurring right now, and even though that person might not steal usually or harm somebody usually, the whole ethic will change based on need. That's true, man. And and need is what's driving what's driving the economy right now, and it's all, it's all taking a shit. Are we gonna get the uh, the collapse, the eventual collapse, pretty soon? Or is that just some kind of scare thing? Yeah, man. I spent oh, yeah, I spent one too many years being like, "Mom, go buy gold next year." I swear the collapse is gonna happen. That's, that's what like, I just told my folks. I was dude, like, "Listen, how many times have we said that over the last since 2007?" Watch it happen now look, because if you're like giving up on it, watch it happen. Look, they too many people have too many things invested in the market. The market is controlled. If it crashes bad, it's controlled to crash that bad. Eventually, we're going to have something really bad because when there's a boom, there's a bust. So, And boom and bust cycles are created by the Federal Reserve. Like, what, One of the common misconceptions is that boom and bust cycles are a natural cycle of the free market. Therefore, we have to regulate the free market so boom and bust cycles don't happen. But what Austrian economics proves is that boom and bust cycles are because of central banks. It's not because of the free market. These cycles are created by things like the Federal Reserve who, you know, manipulate interest rates and, you know, things like that. So, uh, you know, boom and bust. We're going to have a big bust. You know, who knows when it's going to happen? But, like, look, the 2008 crash and collapse happened. Like, look, we're all still alive. You know, we're all still living our lives. But that wasn't you know. the 
collapse. Yeah, but a lot of people that was ate, huge, though. A lot of people, ate a lot shit, of people, dude. yeah, a lot of people a lot went of to people hell. A lot of shit, people man. lost their houses. But the dollar was still there. Yeah, like the the the, the streets weren't lit on fire as a result. Well, I've been talking know? about the dollar falling to shit since years. I mean, I remember I was a kid when my dad used to mention yeah. the dollar might eat shit. Yeah, next year it's gonna happen. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> happening. I mean, whether it's gonna happen or not, I can't. I can't tell you. Yeah, right? I'm we, not we, that yeah. educated on it. I, I just think like it, yeah, when it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. We can try to predict as much as we want, but in reality, you know, the collapse will come when it randomly decides to come. Who knows if it'll be soon or if it'll be long? We're already seeing it in Europe, so you know, America's well, next. China right now is just, and they'll be fine. They'll figure out some other way to Definitely. manipulate their currency and then just kind of they elongate the problem. Yeah, shit like that. It's the same exact thing we're doing here with the central banks here and. You know, it's sad because China is booming so much because of their kind of unregulated market, which is like it's very regulated, but way less regulated than the American market, which is why their capitalism is booming. But, you know, the more that they start implementing these, you know, Western central banking type philosophies, we're going to see China. Same thing's going to happen as happening in America and happening in Europe, happening everywhere. We have central banks, you know, it's the inevitability of central banking. A lot of shit to think about, man. Um, well, we're uh, we're we're kind of out of time right now, but uh, it's been a fucking awesome uh, sit down with you, man. I really appreciate it's you been coming a pleasure, on. Man. This was yeah. quite a round. Count yeah. that as round one. You know, because yeah. this, this we're gonna be back in this ring again, and yeah. we're gonna talk about more Let's stuff in detail. Yeah, I'd love to, for yeah. sure, man. No, definitely. Thanks a lot for coming up. A uh, lot of topics. We barely scratched the surface. So, yeah. but. Always good to have you on, man. Yeah, it's a, a man, pleasure, of, man of much information. So I love <laughs> having you on here and just asking you questions. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll keep, man. We'll I keep scheduling it, you. We'll keep scheduling yeah. this and, and keep That'd it consistent. That'd be awesome. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, our we're affiliated with Onit. Oh, and NIT. Go get some Alpha Brain. Uh, so you can talk like Amir just did. Yo, I, this is actually pretty good you stuff. Feel it? I do right? feel it. Yeah, it's definitely not the coffee. <laughs> no, so man. The, uh, the yeah. words just come to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Try, yeah. To, try to take that shit before you go to bed. I was thinking oh, about dude, you're going to have some that. gnarly dreams oh. today. What's that with that weed, too? Ooh. I got some, yeah, I got some of that, too. Um, yeah, so go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com. Uh, pick yourself whatever supplements you want. Use our code, Network Radio. When you check out, you'll get 10% off any of their supplements. If you don't like their product, you can email them. You get a full refund. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. From Network Radio, we're out. Prepare to die. Man will be what he was born to be.